Justin McClure is running as fast as he can. He's in a jail work furlough release program. During the day, he goes to work. At night, they lock him up in jail. 7 a.m., they let him out. And until 7 p.m., he's free to work and keep his old job. Thing is, his employer doesn't know that. If he shows up late for work and the bosses find out about his incarceration, he's fired. If he's late getting back to jail at night, his work release program ends and he goes to prison. Right now, quick in a hurry for two years. Work is five miles away from jail. And Justin, Justin doesn't have a car. I had to run five miles each direction in half an hour. That's six minute miles. So for three months, I ran to and from work every day, 10 miles a day. Be late once, life is over. So Justin, run. Run, run, run. How did it come to this? The truth is, Justin has always been running. I have one gear in life. Always been running fast. Everything he does is fast. His people, North Georgia Hills people, they talk fast. Hey, man, how you guys doing over there? What you guys want? We go fish one? How you doing? What you doing, Yonder? That's Southern, my friends. And there's being from the South, barbecue, shiny F-150s, the CNN headquarters. And then there's being from the South. My family was in the movie Deliverance. My great uncle, his name was Gizzard, and he was a professional squirrel hunter. Like, I don't know how many squirrels you got to kill to be professional, but he did it. At 16 years of age, Justin meets a girl. The girl. And we fell in love. We courted through high school, and then um, we got married when I was uh, 20, and she was 18. I knew that she would stay with me no matter what. Fast forward, poor country kid moves to California, decides that life in the fast lane is a lot more fun than having a wife. I thought that I was in control of this relationship. I didn't care what she went through, but I had to do what I had to do. Well, she thinks a little bit differently and divorces him. You know what? When a woman decides to leave you, she decides to leave you. She is gone. Because once I found out we were getting divorced, I just went crazy. I looked at the wall all day. I stared at the clock. I didn't know what to do. So instead of doing that, I just drank and I did a lot of drugs because I was so devastated. Drugs, alcohol, and women. Lots and lots of women. I've been with one woman my whole life. I've never experienced any other woman. There was one time where my friends counted. It was 40 nights in a row where I drank until 2 o'clock in the morning and I brought somebody different home every night. I was running from what I was going through because I was out of my head. Day before my 28th birthday, I got my first DUI. Boom. DUI. First DUI. Ever. You're 28 years old. 28 years old. Okay. Okay, cool. Everybody makes mistakes. What happens next? I was out drinking and driving the next night. I got another DUI a week and a half later. And even that was not enough for me. About the next week, I was out at a bar, and I was uh, really, really drunk. I got into a little fight with a guy over a pack of cigarettes. I don't even smoke. I don't know how that happened. 
My friend came over and she's like, Justin, what's wrong with you? I was visibly freaking out on the sidewalk. I was having a panic attack. They took me to the emergency room. I was screaming at people. They asked me if I felt I was a threat to myself. And I, and I said, hell yeah, I'm a threat to myself. I just got two DUIs. The, the love of my life is leaving me. I just got into a fight. How was your day? Next thing I know, my feet are shackled, my hands are shackled. Somebody is putting straps across me. They took me to uh, a mental ward. I was 5150. I did not think I belonged there. I, I wanted to get my wife back. I didn't want to have these DUIs. I didn't want to have uh, these bad thoughts that I had in my head. And I didn't care what you had to say to me. I didn't want to be there. Everybody else seemed to have a story of uh, there was grace involved and there was, there was an attempt or there was hope. All, all I had was um, a lot of anger and a lot of bitterness because why is this happening to me? They let Justin out after a few days. But even his stint in the psych ward doesn't stop him. I thought I was impervious still, because when I got out, I still proceeded to drink. I still proceeded to live a very wild lifestyle. I met some guy I didn't even know, and he had cocaine. And I remember I was so out of my head that I, I did cocaine off the Bible. Two months go by. Justin still out there partying. And one night, he leaves the bar. It's 1 a.m. He gets on the freeway and he hears a siren, sees the lights in his rearview mirror. When the lights came on behind me, every moment of that was just an eternity. My heart started beating really fast and I knew that something bad was about to happen. I knew that I was not getting out of this. I pulled over and I just, I start crying. I start crying. Officer pulls me over and uh, <laughs> he asked for my license and I said, officer, um, I know it's about to happen right now. Um, I can give you my license, but I, I can also tell you that I've got two DUIs and I know what you're about to do right now. Um, he said, get out of the car. And he, he knew that I'd been drinking already. And I was bawling. And I told the officer, I said, uh, look, at my, look in my eyes. Do, do, do you see right now what I'm going through? Can you tell? He didn't care. He had a job to do. And his job was to put me away. In that moment, I realized that my life was going to be very bad for quite a long time after that point. Justin gets his third DUI in six months. He goes to see a lawyer. I was just like, how much money do you need to get me out of this? He's like, Justin, you're not going to get out of this. And that was the first time in my life where I was like, huh, maybe the problem in life is you. Justin, maybe the problem in life is the priorities and the, and the decisions that you've made. Um, I was looking at a year. I got three months, which was the very minimum. And I could do most of that in a work furlough situation, which means I could keep my job. I had to be at jail at night from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. So the rest of the time I could be at work. Now, when I was at work furlough, I was five miles away from where I worked. I couldn't drive. So for three months, I ran to and from work every day, 10 miles a day, in a half an hour. Five miles in half an hour, twice a day for three months. Sometimes I would be two miles out and I would have 15 minutes on my clock and I'd be looking at it. I'm like, oh, I can't do this. My Achilles is hurting. My knee is hurting. But then, you know, the motivation was you are going to jail, Justin, if you don't make it within 15 minutes. 
That's a problem. They will shackle me up and take me to the real jail. They don't care about the excuse. I can't tell them that my Achilles hurts or whatever. They don't care. But something happens to Justin when he's running. The landscape races by and for the first time in a long time. Justin's mind is calm. I need to go through what I'm going through and face it like a man. I deserve it. I deserve it. I deserve this pain. Oh, absolutely. I emotionally abused and neglected somebody. I realized and I really, really thought that what I had given had come back to me. I needed to go through this and face up to it. No, no excuses. Run. Run. This was part of my punishment. Justin made it on time every morning and every night. And he completed his three months. I was completely done. And I remember the next week I entered to run, I entered a marathon. And it was one of the most difficult ones, this big sur. It's up the mount, up the hill in the mountain. And when I ran it, I was so happy because I was finally free. I was really still devastated about my ex, but I knew that I was gonna start to live a better life from that point on. And I placed 30th out of 8,000. Keep running, Justin. Keep running. Stay healthy. You might not know this about Snap Judgment, but we are often referred to as 30th out of 8,000. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.